Well, I feel vindicated today. <laughs> I got to tell you guys, I was knuckle biting when I left you yesterday morning at about, uh, I was a little bit late with yesterday's podcast, 445. The stock market was starting to tumble as I had recorded about Venus and Pluto being power and strength and upwards in the market and a positive. And I was going, oh, Lord, I'm going to eat this one. Well, <laughs> thank you, astrology. You bailed me out on that one. Market was up over 300 on the Dow, 30 on the S&P 500, and it was a big up day. So there you go. Don't bet against astrology. I'll tell you, betting against astrology is trying to manipulate market makers. It just is not a good place to be. <laughs> All right, we're not going to talk about the market today. We have one thing in the sky for today, and that is the moon is going to sign change on us at 7.52 this morning, Eastern Time. It will slide on a slippery banana peel from Pisces into Aries this morning. So we get, really, this is a three-day transit. We get today, all of today, all of tomorrow, and basically all of Sunday, because it doesn't move into Taurus until 7.45 p.m. Sunday afternoon. You know what? We'll do a podcast tomorrow talking about Venus and Gemini and a couple of other things. Oh, I've got a listener question about that. We will kind of duck into some market stuff. Let's talk about lumber tomorrow. Somebody was asking about inflation and the price of lumber. So we'll take a look at that, do a Saturday episode for you tomorrow. I've got a great listener question. I can't wait to get to this. Here we go. Hey, Tom, this is Cassine calling from Atlanta, Georgia. I've been listening to your podcast for about a year now. You've totally inspired me and changed my entire perspective as it pertains to astrology and it being a daily guide for my life. Question. My chart says that my moon is 29 degrees in Taurus. Now, I remember recently you mentioned that Steve Forrest would consider me a Gemini moon. However, every chart that I get generated, it says that I am a Taurus moon. I do identify mostly with the Gemini moon. However, I do feel a lot of the Taurian moon in me also. Question, what would you suggest that I focus more so on the Gemini moon or the Taurus moon? Thank you very much. Keep up the great work. I'm glad that you made a successful move to North Carolina. Totally new environment. Excited to see what you manifest. Talk to you later, buddy. Neither can I, Cassine. <laughs> Neither can I. It has been amazing. And boy, driving back up here. I was in Atlanta. Cassine, I was in Atlanta. And thank you for listening for all this time and for your very kind words. Wow, what an amazing story. But I was there on Monday when the tornadoes came through and was about six or eight miles from that one that uh, touched down in the morning. So I stayed there for the rainstorms. But I got to say, driving back up into the mountains in North Carolina was just a great big Oh, <laughs> it was wonderful. All right, let's dive into this question. It is a great question. What happens if you have a planet at 29 degrees of a sign? Now, the first thing I'm going to say is I'm not right, but you asked for my opinion specifically, so I'm going to give you what I have observed. Yes, Steve Forrest rolls it into the next sign. The reason I found that out is because on the uh, Sky Within report that I have, the computer license to run and sell those Sky Within reports that are on the funastrology.com webpage, somebody ordered one and they emailed me right away and they said, this isn't right. The sun is in the wrong house. I think the sun was at 29 degrees in the eighth house and he was reporting it in the ninth house. 
We checked the birth information. It was correct. So I emailed the software vendor and I said, we've got a glitch in the software. Well, they had to trace it back to Steve and they didn't even know. They didn't know the answer off the top of their head, but they went back to Steve and he confirmed that the way that the software was written is it moves that 29 degree planet forward. That's Steve Forrest, okay? Steve, I was just thinking as preparing for this, Steve has been doing this almost as long as I've been alive. In fact, he has been doing it as long as I've been alive because we are 11 years different in age. He started when he was 10. There you go. So I'm not going to argue with the master, but there are a couple of things that I've adapted that I do stylistically different. One is Steve is a fixed on Placidus house system. I look at Placidus and it reads my chart like a book. And I also use the whole sign house system. In fact, I really, in a reading, which I will be doing, I promise I'm working toward it. I am working toward it. I go back and forth and I explain to everybody why. And we will look, depending on a question, where things are. So it dawned on me one day that, wait a minute, it's not the universe it's not source. It's not the planets that put all these lines and parameters on everything. It was us. We are the ones who need structure. Why do we have churches and denominations and various religions? It's because we need structure around that which is infinite. And you can't tell me that you go out and look up in the sky and think that in any kind of way, you can put lines up there and bring it into our structured environment. So it really gave me a lot of freedom to say that however this system came to us, <laughs> and you're, I'm also working on this course, and I'm making progress on the course too, and I, it's so cool because in the setup, we go back and look at some of the history of astrology. And it really, however it came to us, I'm kind of thinking that it came to us from beyond ourselves. But this dates all the way back to about two to 3,000 B.C. when people first started to assemble and interpret this information and these patterns. But however it came to us, it has progressed. And one of the things that's miraculous about the study of astrology, all systems work. There is far more design to all of this than we even still understand. So I think you use what fits you and kind of if the shoe does fit to explore the boundary lines, go ahead and explore the boundary lines. My son, my S-O-N, has a 29 degree S-U-N. His son is 29 degrees, 36 minutes Virgo sitting almost, he was just a few minutes away from being a full on Libran. And I will tell you, he is as much Virgo as somebody born on August 25th. He is a Virgo. So I think the thing is, is don't put astrology too much in a box. Now, I think we do respect the craft. Yes, absolutely. The brilliance of the design of the planets, the signs, the houses, all of that symmetrically works. I love to honor the history of the craft. And that's why one of the reasons why I adopted whole sign houses is because it honors, it was the very first house system. So it honors the craft, but also we've come all this way of thousands and thousands of years, literally. And now we have computers and I think we can stretch the envelope. 
So yes, Cassine, I would absolutely ground that moon and I would go dig my toes in the soil and I would put on the wild and zany two sides of everything, figure out where I am on the issue and communicate the heck out of it as obviously you can. Gemini side because the universe has granted you permission to do both. And you can get away with it. <laughs> All right. You know, tomorrow, too, if you guys will help remind me, I will try to remember to do the under the beams scenario, too, because the ancients also believed that if a planet was X number of degrees from your sun, that it was considered under the beams. In other words, the sun washed it out. And my moon is very much in that category. And we'll talk about that tomorrow. Okay, wow, what a great question. Thank you so much. TGI Friday, I'll see you back in the morning. Bye-bye.